Astam Pei Witaskimin Astam Pei Witapimin Astam Pei Kitchi Pikisquamin Astam Pei Witchi Matumin Joining me today via Zoom is Rebecca Sadowski, co-director, producer, and choreographer of the short film we're going to be talking about today, as well as Tamara Lassard, also co-director, producer, and director of photography for the short film, The Sash Maker. It is featured as part of FavaFest from May 24th to 29th, and you can access this short film as well as so much other material at fava.ca from the 24th to the 29th. Rebecca and Tamara, welcome to Moving Radio. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it is an absolute pleasure to be here uh, with you two, because I really enjoyed this short film thoroughly. You know, in the in the kind of log log line that was given to me, uh, you described the film as an act of decolonization that weaves together Métis contemporary dance, Cree poetry uh, by Naomi McElrath, and uh, traditional finger weaving on the screen as a cinematic lesson in Canadian history. And, and that's a really tidy summary. Uh, but maybe can we give the audience a little bit more of an in-depth preview preview of the sash maker and its beginnings. Uh, as it was created as a, a dance piece by yourself, Rebecca. It was. It started as a collaboration with Naomi and myself back in 2016. So we met as interpreters working at Fort Edmonton Park one summer, and we just hit it off right away. We um, really bonded over our shared Métis ancestry, and we just realized there's a lot of sort of hidden meanings in our shared family stories. And so we really wanted to collaborate and create um, a piece of art together. And so that started out with her Cree and English poetry, um, Métis dance and finger weaving. And so we sort of created this stage production that went through various cycles of festivals, different programming throughout the city. And then uh, at Native Earth Performing Arts, is when we sort of had this opportunity to create it uh, into a film. And so that's when Tamara got involved and we created this total adaptation of mm -hmm. the stage piece and really sort of rendered it down to its true essence um, when we created the film. Yes, absolutely. And that was actually the first time Becky and I had ever met. She reached out to me on Instagram. And she was like, hey, I'm sorry for this random message, but um, my friend Sheldon told me to contact you and I hope you can help me out with this film. So we started talking about it. Becky's first idea was to, you know, like, like any performer would want to, when you're performing on stage, when you're performing to an audience, you really think about this in one direction. The audience sits in one place. Um, so that's when we started talking about, okay, well, how do we adapt this to film rather than just put a camera down and record the performance. So naturally, when you get people like Becky and I together, it, it became very big. It became very big, very quickly. And we were really lucky to have the support of Fava, actually. Um, they gave us a phenomenal grant. We used all of their equipment. Um, and everything about the film is just like so true to Edmonton's core. The crew, they came on board. Everybody was just so supportive. And we were able to knock this thing out, you know, from meeting Becky to filming it was like a month wasn't it Beck? It was no time at all but it I was think crazy 
people really came together in a very big way for this piece. And it's very heartwarming to me that people would take a chance on this um, concept mm -hmm. and really make it come to life. So that's, it's a very, very special piece to me for that reason. Like it's really clear to the audience how, how intimate and deeply meaningful it is from the very beginning of it to the end of it, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I felt like this was almost kind of like a, a short story, if you will, in, in less than 10 minutes, but it was almost like a story in three acts, right? Where Rebecca, you, uh, you dance and interact with this large represent, representation of a Métis sash, and then it kind of climaxes with you getting tangled up in it. Maybe uh, can you both tell us a little bit more about how the sash just goes beyond being a symbol of, of nationhood and cultural pride? That's a really great question. For me, the sash does symbolize a lot of things. And um, especially in the film, it's a touchstone of connecting with my ancestry and my roots. So it is this story of learning. So learning the sash, learning how to weave for me is uh, a symbol of connecting to my ancestry that has been broken. There is a lack of knowledge where I come from. My Cree and Métis roots is mysterious. And so for me, this is my way of, of connecting to my past and to my heritage. And when you see the frustration, the entanglement that occurs, that for me is reminding me of that break and of these uh, historical events that have happened that have led to me not knowing who I am. And so there is this um, reparation that happens with people that are shown in the film, like Naomi and like Christine Frederick, the other character you see there, who help me, who lift me up and help me understand Metis and Cree culture. Well, and Becky, I think the one thing that really impacted me, and I, I truly think impacts the film, is the location we shot it in is the Edmonton Artifact Center. And we didn't just choose this location because it was gorgeous and because it was filled with historical objects. We chose it because of Becky's tied history to it. So Becky used to work there. And that's actually the only reason we were allowed in. It's closed off to the public. Uh, so it's this phenomenal location. And what a lot of people won't see in the film is that it is filled with Edmonton's historical objects, all of it. And even the people who are at the Artifact Center will speak to that. There is a gap in history. And Becky, maybe you can touch on that as well. That was a big part. We, we filmed a very intense moment of the performance in front of a City of Champions sign. And we did that very intentionally. And we love, I love Edmonton. We love where we live, but we have a long way to go. Yeah. And I think that was a really important element of where we decided to film this piece was um, literally stringing thread in and amongst colonial objects. And so for us, it's reweaving, retelling this story that was lost and replenishing and putting it back in. So that is sort of a large part, again, about the adaptation from stage to film. It's very meaningful in a lot of ways. 
We're speaking today via Zoom here on Moving Radio to Rebecca Sadowski and Tamara Lassard, co-directors of the short film The Sash Maker. It's going to be featured as part of FabaFest from May 24th to 29th. You can stream it at faba.ca as you can with all the other material they're going to have on there. Uh, And it's a fantastic festival to check out because it's a lot of uh, Alberta-based filmmakers and it's kind of a pay what you can. It's a donation-based streaming site. So check it out and give give plentifully (laughs) these people uh, are putting a lot of heart and effort into these films the camera work in this short feels like at times there it's it's almost like an outsider watching the story unfold and then there are also times where it feels like a partner in this dance Uh, talk to us about how you both approach shooting this because you kind of alluded to that a little bit in the beginning uh, to give audiences and yourselves a different visual dynamic than the piece i had originally intended maybe even a big thing for me was to bring intention. Uh, as a director of photography, that's everybody's goal, and you don't necessarily always have that time. So when Becky and I were talking about this adaptation, I wanted very much so to make sure that every single camera movement that we made was trying to communicate what her performance was. Like you said, when you're kind of feeling like an outsider, I wanted to have that background. I wanted to have objects in the foreground to make it look like you were there. It was something you were witnessing. And as we get more intense and Becky is really exploring this part of her heritage and exploring this frustration that she's feeling, we're now up beside her. We are now looking at her and and the velocity, the speed, the angles, they all start to change as her frustration grows. And that was so intentional for me because how can we stay at a far back angle observing from a distance when we are meant to be in this moment with her? So I'm very, very proud of the sash maker. It was an opportunity that you don't get often when you're at this stage in my career. You know, you're, you're starting out. A lot of people will come to you with phenomenal projects, but you don't always get to work with the creator as clearly and as wonderfully as I get, as I got to do with Becky, like Becky and I, like we worked so hard. We put our heart and soul into this and it was such a collaboration from the start, which I, which I absolutely loved. Yeah, you also referred to Native Earth Performing Arts, which is one of Canada's oldest professional Indigenous theatre companies. So give us a little bit more background about, um, you talked about a little bit about FAVA, about how they supported this project as well. Yes, so most of our funding did come from Native Earth Performing Arts for this project. How we paid everybody was through that company. Oh, yes. And it would not have happened without Native Earth Performing. Oh my gosh. That is true. And that was the first screening of the film was with Wisaku Jack Dances Festival back in the fall. The stage version of the Sashmaker was meant to be presented in that festival live and in person. But since we couldn't do that, that was when I thought to myself, okay, what is a way, what is a medium that I can use to still be involved in this festival, still be involved with Native Earth without needing to go over there? And what an opportunity. Here we have now this amazing film adaptation that has not only been with Native Earth, it, it won a second runner-up for Edmonton Film Prize. It's in Mile Zero Dance's Reeling Dance Film Festival. And it is now in FavaFest. Yes. And it's now also going to be in the Talking Stick Festival, which is another organization out of Toronto. 
So we sort of had this idea, you know, we made this for native earth and there was really no plan outside of that. It was like, okay, we're focusing on this one thing. We have a deadline. And now here we are submitting it to these festivals and, and we're getting lots of phenomenal feedback. Even some didn't flying canoe, flying canoe festival. They wanted to, they played it on repeat throughout the entire festival. That was the coolest thing, you know, especially during these times I had a friend send me a video and Becky did too of the film playing outside and just all of these families and all of these people just standing and watching it. And it made me so emotional because how often do you actually get to see people watching your film these days? And that's why you do it. You make things for people to see and you can even hear some of their comments because maybe they got there when it was in the middle, like, well, we have to watch it again. We have to see what we missed. It's so rewarding. That's what's worth it for me. We're speaking today with Rebecca Sadowski and Tamara Lassard. We're talking about their short film, Sash Maker, which is part of FavaFest from May 24th to the 29th. You can see it as well as so many other great uh, local short films and Alberta-based short films at fava.ca. That's F-A-V-A dot C-A. One of the things is clearly really important, particularly in a piece like this where it is, you know, uh, dance-based, is the music. And the music in this film is even more deeply immersing the audience into the story um, through the images and the choreography. So tell us a little bit about uh, Dimitri Bandet and how closely you worked with him on the music uh, to get the feel right for this. Dimitri is a good friend of mine and he is, he is the sound guy for me. It's funny when I first met him, you know, we're both at different stages in our career and now you can hardly book him because he's just doing so well. And what he won't tell you often, unless you press him, is that he is a phenomenal composer. Again, we had a month, we had a month to do this. So we brought Dimitri on board and it was a process. We went back and forth sometimes like over hours over the phone. We were just, we had a deadline. We were already running late. We were going back and forth. And Becky, this is her baby, right? Like you had such a specific vision. And part of that, of course, is the music. Like you said, it's a dance piece. So Becky and Dimitri went back and forth until really the like last minute and until that sound was right. Yes, but the thing that I am so proud of is the quality of sound mm. and the journey that the music takes you on throughout. As you were mentioning before, it is almost a piece in three acts and the music so clearly elevates everything that's happening. And we were really able to find a beautiful balance between what the music is saying, what the dance is saying, what the film is saying. And so I am very, very proud of what the music brings to the piece, as well as even the recording at the very end, you see the three women standing there and I'm saying some Cree text and just the way he was able to capture that so brilliantly in this large, open, vast space we were in turned out amazing. And something I really appreciated was that there's this balance. The first composition was what we wanted. It was very loud and it was very exciting and full of energy. And then when we put it up against the piece, it was almost overwhelming because Becky just in this performance, it, it starts off very delicate and very gentle, but as you know, it becomes very aggressive. And so that combination with the composition was too overwhelming. And what was important to us was that the music complements that performance, that it doesn't take away 
it's a delicate balance of all of these different things, camera work, sound, performance, everything. It all has to come together. And we didn't want one to speak more than the other. So Dimitri really did a phenomenal job. Our guests today on Moving Radio have been Rebecca Sadowski, co-director, producer, and choreographer, as well as Tamara Lassard, co-director, producer, and director of photography of the short film, The Sash Maker. Highly suggest that you check it out. Plus, there's so much more to see as part of Fava Fest from May 24th to 29th at Fava. That's F-A-V-A dot C-A. It's a fantastic thing to check out because, of course, you can stream it at home, online, or you can watch it on your big screen TV if you feel like it, or on your phone, or however. Ever. and uh, it is by donation solely so if you want to be super generous you go right ahead uh, and if you want to be able to like you know what I can only afford this much it totally works as well uh, Rebecca and Tamara thank you so much for your time thank you so much for this film it's a beautiful piece and I, and I hope people thoroughly enjoy it when they check it out thank you so much it's thank so you. wonderful to talk to you today <laughs>